0: to 9 to 5.cc podcast. Welcome to 9ES episode 261. If you like 9ES and you want more of 9ES, uh we really recommend heading over to patreon.com slash 9to5cc and subscribing to the 90s deluxe level where you will get access to two episodes of garbage time a month on this week's episode of garbage time keith talks about Rich coins uh, incredible live show at ursa in montreal and the shutter exclusive series cursed films and uh, scott makes fun of how old mike smith is um on the main episode the episode that you're listening to right now we talk about kim kardashian wearing marilyn monroe's dress we talk about how football is maybe the best uh, but then we talk about how hockey is the actual best. Uh, we talk about how uh, people can hack you and maybe you should have a better password. And then Scott finally watched Thunderfors. All this and more on 90s. I was like i don't know what what the bigger news is is it is it uh that russia threatened to finland and sweden not to join nato lest there be grave consequences it wouldn't be elon musk pulling out of the the twitter deal elon musk backing out of the twitter deal or i didn't not an immediate news story but like popped up for the first time in my feed Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's actual dress to the Met Gala, Ooh, and it upset a lot of people because it's like an heirloom. Someone That's does not assault there, enough.
1: There's more reasons than that. Oh. shockingly i know about what what was the problem with that particular dress action yeah i guess we're
2: starting with the dress because i know about this hold on
0: wait a second it's the news item that three three of us are kind of aware of there's so many more news items though there's the heat wave in
1: pakistan and india that is above 50 degrees celsius
0: Mm -hmm. it could be that to be fair parts of india I mean, okay, but India's really big, way yeah, I bigger exactly. than I, I, well, it's, yeah. I had a call this morning at work with someone in Chennai and someone in Delhi. They were both on the call. And the, the guy in Chennai was like, it's absolutely 40 degrees and awful here, but it's raining. It's not so bad. And yeah. the girl in Delhi was like, we're dying. Everything, like, like, we're, this is insanely hot and we, and we fear for the future. Yeah. <laughs> Man, like, so. Keith, why
2: would you say that? Now we can't transition back to the dress. I mean, oh, the future
0: that's, of that's millionaires ga- wearing... That's the gag, Scott. Dress- <laughs> As
1: the world burns, it's Kardashian dress wearing that leads the show. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Okay, so scary. I don't know why I know anything about this. Probably hey, so I that? read what's something that? on Reddit. Okay, but the deal was, Marlon Monroe was, number one, sewn into the dress. And so should, there's no, like, zipper or whatever. Number two... Um, it apparently was made to match her skin tone mm-hmm. underneath. So it, it like there's like a little raised section to it that, that it's supposed to look like that's all she's wearing and that it's like perfect to her skin. But Kim Kardashian's skin is not the same color. And the, and then she couldn't be zipped in because it she couldn't be form fitted to it because she's way fatter than Marilyn Monroe was or yeah. bigger. Whatever. Hip, hip, the bigger hips. Bigger certainly. hips. Sure. So so they couldn't sew her into it properly. I don't know what they... I, don't, I just saw a picture of them trying to sew her into it and it wouldn't work. It's, and then all these people complained. It's also
2: made of a type of silk that is no longer produced in the world. Oh, that's so interesting. any damages would be completely irreparable to it. Uh, it was Marilyn Monroe's request that no one else be allowed to wear the dress. Oh, wow. Uh, it is a dress of somewhat historic significance because it is the dress that Monroe wore to sing Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to JFK mm. in. So it's not just like some dress she wore. It's like a dress that. All right, Scott, you famously famously way more. <laughs> way more anecdotes about the dress. Um, the, <laughs> the dress is owned by a private collector. So, you know, it's his thing. He can do what he wants with it. But yeah. the Artifact Preservation Society that works with all the museums in the United States sent this guy a letter saying, you should not do this. Do not do this. This is a bad thing for anyone to do who owns a historical artifact, uh, even in private collections. Please don't do this for the TikTok.
0: Okay, but is it really that big a deal, this dress? It's a fucking dress. My well, I mean, so here's the thing, right? I My first instinct was similar to John's. But then I thought I was like, Fashion is art. And like, if someone was just sort of like, I wore the Mona Lisa to the Met Gala and just like pat it around my neck like a uh, like a sandwich board, you'd be like, wait, what? You know? Uh, if I wore
2: a $20,000 Pokemon card around my neck.
0: <laughs> Wasn't it
1: millions? Wasn't yeah, it a yeah, million, was it A million dollar mil- Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon
0: card? $3 million Pokemon card, whatever. He
1: probably wore it better than Kardashian wore the dress. Yeah. Because so, he,
0: he popped with that thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. So that 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 like, and in that context of where like, fashion and stuff is art. You're still like, ah, I it would be, it'd be weird if you like I said, a private collector had a Picasso or whatever, and then someone just wore it like a sandwich board to the Met Gala. You'd be I, like, I, I... I
1: get it, you're saying it, but it, it's it's not it's not that comparable, you know. It's not like paintings are meant to be worn as clapboards. Sure, dresses are was... meant to be worn. Okay,
2: here's here's my comparable that made me think of Steve Ditko. Just has all these original Amazing Spider-Man uh, art boards that he did in the '60s, and uh, he just has them lying around his house, and he uses them as like uh, ink pads and cutting boards. And the reporter went to meet with okay. him a few years, was just like, <gasps> "But these things, oh my god, so important."
1: I don't know. Yeah. Okay, to to, to, to counterpoint it's probably just a dress. Really what made it special was that Marlon Monroe wore it. Well, yeah. So the artifact itself doesn't really have that much.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was like, like, and, and similar, like similarly, I mean, you, you see it all the time in museums, right? Like, like Napoleon's jacket, (laughs) like, or whatever else. And this would be like wearing Napoleon's jacket. And you're like, that's probably better that you don't wear that to a party. Like just, just for like historical significance. And as, and as Scott said, this has like actual historical significance. It wasn't just like one of Marilyn Monroe's dresses. It wasn't like out of the closet. It was like the one she sang okay, to the okay, president okay. in, and, and like, okay, a I, like.
1: I don't think we live in the world as fucked up as our world is, and it is very fucked up. I don't think it's so fucked up that, in terms of historical importance, we put Marilyn Monroe on the same level as Napoleon. Maybe you don't. like. In no way <laughs> did she do uh, change the world as much as. As much as Napoleon did. I mean, she is part of the reason JFK got assassinated,
0: maybe. Maybe? Unconfirmed. Citation needed. (laughs) All the the boys in the CIA were were jealous of the tale he was pulling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She she probably helped change the idea of celebrity in sports when she was married to Joe DiMaggio in a way that most baseball players before then were just seen as a guy from the neighborhood. Did good. He plays the stick ball very good, and then you know Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio becoming the biggest celebrity couple in the world kind of leads its way to like you know.
0: I guess, I guess yeah, like, like, like Chris Humphreys marrying yeah. Kim Kardashian or whatever. I will. I will obviously. I will obviously say that like a pop culture figure, I don't think is ever going to have the historical significance of like a great military leader, but it's still up there. I think, especially with the like. Like it's it's Marilyn Monroe, right? Like it's like that's like probably are we gonna say the most famous starlet of all time? Like probably. Madonna? I mean she's not a starlet, she's a musician. Okay. All right, fair. Like I don't
1: I don't really I can't say like, this. Like, is like my lady wheelhouse.
0: film like lady film star, I don't, I think you're you're in terms of of like recognition and and fame wise. I think everyone on the planet knows who Marilyn Monroe is.
2: Yeah, I'd put her up there with like an Elvis kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, like Lady, Lady Elvis. They're in the same same tier of like pop culture icon. What's
1: tricky is that both of those lived in an era where the pop culture was much smaller. You know, like Elvis was the king because fucking everybody listened to Elvis for like ten years. because there was was
0: one radio station in each town, and they played (laughs) Elvis,
1: right? Yeah. And and so, like, you could be bigger as a percentage of pop culture attention in that era than you ever could now.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's like how like the Oscars ratings, for instance, are like a fraction of what they used to be because it used to be, there was like two channels and one of them had the Oscars on it. You know, like you're like, it wasn't like every possible cable channel plus all of YouTube competing for the Oscars. Also
1: people wisened up to the Oscars being a giant, pack of narcissists circle jerking for three hours.
0: Oh, yes. Right? That Maybe that
1: wasn't quite as apparent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, but also... A lack of alternatives was a big deal. Why everybody just sure. didn't watch the Oscars. That's bullshit. That's bullshit, Keith. I disagree with you
2: completely. And I'll, I'll tell you why. For some reason, the Oscars, a bunch of media people saluting themselves, weren't able to do what the freaking NFL was able to do with the Super Bowl. Because the Super Bowl still gets... Titanic ratings, regardless because of you can the gamble on it. No, it's because they put a show on it's in a way that the Oscars gambling. don't.
0: My wife works in the industry. Okay, they make more money on that day than they do for the entire sure, year. For but if you don't think the NFL was active in
2: pushing gambling in a way that the, oh, yeah, they, they, the Academy a lot. People bet on the Academy that, Awards too.
0: Yeah, that's what that's there you go. Guys, we fixed we fixed the Academy Awards. Uh, gambling on the, it. Gambling.
2: The NFL was able to charge a million dollars for thirty seconds of ad time and make that appealing. That's <laughs> fucking genius. That's brilliant. The I mean, Oscars can and then, never and, ever, they, ever, and then create do such that.
0: scarcity for that advertising that then people just watch the commercials. Right? They made an appeal to. Me. If you're watching the Super
2: Bowl, like it's like a fifty-fifty chance you're not even a sports fan. That that's, that's, that's crazy. The, the academy awards like, do not that. have that, and, and they're watching the business, business making v- videos.
0: But we are arguably like professional movie critics, and we rarely watch the Oscars.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, that's how bad they have. But we're not
0: professional film. movie critics. We're like.
1: Unprofessional hobbyist. movie critics, right? Which which gives us the freedom to ignore
0: the gigantic oh, propaganda. Correct. Or well, you think that like a hobbyist movie it. critic would be interested in the like the big awards show of, of film? Don't and don't we're like, meh. I
2: don't like. I the haven't obvious. watched it in years. I like the idea of us being good film critics. Yeah. Not okay. I'll this from the, the guy more. who's <laughs> about
1: to review Thunderdome. Thunder, <laughs> Thunder Force, <laughs> Thunder Force? Yeah, right.
0: Thunderdome would be. I mean, it's it's the worst of the Mad Maxes, but it's still like watchable. Oh, uh, it's 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 a rough go, though. <laughs> the second half is bad. But <laughs> when, le- when he leaves, like, Thunderdome, then it gets sad.
1: Okay, okay. Back to Hand Art, I, I, It's right. It's tricky because American football has, like, a place in American culture that might even rival Hollywood place in American culture. Like, the but fanaticism fine. of small-town America. What, to... What's
0: wild, though, is that football, I think, as a sport, like develop that in the 20th century. Like baseball had a head start on football, right? Like in terms mm-hmm. of like being America's fo- sport. Like yeah. baseball, like Babe Ruth, there was no like famous football players when baseball was big. Like people, yes, people were playing football in the back, but like foot baseball had the head start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And football course. like overtook it in the last like hundred years or whatever as a as the thing to watch.
2: Eighty years. I wonder what it is. It's because it, yeah. it looks really good on TV. It's a only yeah, Monday Night Football is a master class of sports presentation in a way that mm-hmm. no other sport has done since. And every other sport has desperately tried to ape. If huh. You can go back and watch early 80s Monday Night Football broadcasts and be like, oh, this is modern. And if you go back and watch like early 80s hockey or basketball or baseball you're like this is just the radio with pictures
0: yeah well i mean they they scott will know this better than i will but it's like the note not necessarily the notion but certainly the like the prevalence of instant replay is like exclusively football like other sports were like why do you need to replay it already happened like whereas football because of the stops and starts in play it like necessitated the replay because you needed to put something on Mm -hmm. all the time and then you just point a bunch of cameras on it and let's show this from a bunch of different angles like you wouldn't see replays that often
1: (laughs) so i'm gonna i I will admit not having tried to watch one of these presentations in decades but like you know you read about how there's seven minutes of actual gameplay over a three-hour presentation like Mm -hmm. how do you go from being something that's awesome
2: to that or is that odd they introduced the color commentator which did not exist before in sports it was always just just a sports play-by-play announcer. Um, Mm -hmm. They had play analysis and statistical analysis way before anyone else did. Uh, It's better than on-field interviews way before anyone else did. They they had, like, just a brilliant marketing schedule for it. Like, the reason why wrestling does well on Mondays is the same reason football did well on Mondays. Like, there's nothing else going on. Right. Monday. It's Monday night. Like, what else are you going to do? People aren't going out to dinner. People aren't hitting the clubs. They don't have other plans. They're fucking smart. Mm-hmm. Like hockey yeah, in Canada one... is Saturday night at from seven till like eleven. Man, it's sure hard to get a young audience in this sport. Yeah. Well, you put your marquee games on when the young audience is not in front of a television. Hmm.
0: I will also say, and I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they, they, they crank it up probably for the Super Bowl, but like the if you, we watched all of the super bowl casera was working mm-hmm. um so like like pre-show all the all the, the bits in the middle all of that so like i think this is the first time i've really like sat down and watched i've been at like super bowl parties and it's been on and i followed but i've like to scott's point like watched the product and they go like and again they might do it extra because 50 percent of the people watching are not sports fans but like they go out of their way to explain like who these teams are, what style of play they do, what they're trying to look to do, what plays they're looking to run, like, and all that stuff. And they're just sort of, like, like, bring you up to speed to be, like, this is the kind of offense that we're expecting out of this team right now based on mm-hmm. all of this. So now you're, like, I'm making an informed, like, I have, like, I have an informed position to watch the next play. Or whereas, gamble like, on it. Or gamble on it. That's very yeah. important. Yeah, whereas, like, like hockey is, like, I, we take it for granted, but I'm like hockey's wild. Like there's just like and they, they do very little handholding in a lot of broadcasts for sure. For <laughs> like sure. You're, just, you're just like here it goes and there's like super fast moving sport, a lot of stuff that looks illegal is fine and a lot of stuff that looks fine is illegal, you know, <laughs> and you're just like and there it is, icing. Puck over the glass, 2 minutes. What? Like why is that a penalty? But like cross-checking was was a penalty earlier, but not in the crease. Like you're just sort of like if you're trying to like Put someone up to like what's going on in hockey. You'd be nonstop just explaining what's happening to them all the time. Whereas football with stop and starts, they do that for you. Yeah, and you're just like you can yeah. as a passive or uh, casual fan. I felt that I had like all of the information I needed to like watch the next play. And or, was like, it and fun? Just... Yeah, Sorry. I was this. this <laughs> would to you, be fair? Though, would you I rather watched, watch the watched...
2: Super Bowl or the Academy Awards?
0: Yeah, probably Super Bowl anytime. <laughs> I mean, Kendrick Lamar played at the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> uh, who, who, who hosted yeah. the
2: Academy Awards? Oh wait, was so, Chris Rock?
0: No, he wasn't no. one of the. He was. He, he was the presenter. A presenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hosts were Amy Schumer and some other people. Oh yeah, Monta Sykes. Yeah. Someone else. There was like a, there was three. Uh, there
2: you go. That's how who, memorable it
0: was. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying, but then was mislapped Chris Rock. May, may, maybe they'll get Ricky Gervais back. He no, never he was Golden Globes. He never did the. Oscars. He never did it. No. Oh, oh man! Golden and he, and he specifically said he's like the re- He's like the reason I've never done the Golden. Because he's just going to say what he wants. And well, right. Like, he was like he's like I didn't even rehearse at the Globes. He was like I have seven minutes here, five minutes here, three minutes here, and he's like got it. And then he's like, <laughs> and then they just knew I was going to say whatever. He's like versus. He's like I know the writing room at the Academy Awards. Everything's got to go through committee, got to go through the writing room, got to do whatever. Even if you're a comedian, bring your own fucking jokes. Fucking lame. Everything needs to get filtered through the – like it's other comedians in the writing room. But there's also a an executive guy or whatever for sure, saying. For sure. So yeah, he was like – he's like, I literally didn't submit jokes to the Golden Globes. Like, Well,
2: there it is. Like
0: the-
2: <laughs> That's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> we, can't, we don't understand why no
0: one wants to watch this
2: oh, like pasteurized boiled vegetable – of a television Circle program jerk. that doesn't stop for
0: hours.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's everything, absolutely everything canvas gets like, TV.
0: Rung out of it. Uh, while we're talking about sports, the most hilarious news in sports. Ah, it's so good.
2: I saw so many people trying to be nice about it and be like, even... Yeah, even
0: Pat. Screw you, Pat. <laughs> Pat was like, hats off to the Maple Leafs for bringing the defending champs to like game seven. I was like, no. Hats off to the Maple Leafs for not getting out of the first round ever in the modern era of hockey. <laughs> That's what we're celebrating here. Not for them giving up, like, not for them taking the the defending Stanley Cup champs to Game Seven. For them choking in uh, Game Seven again. So check check this out, uh, John. You'll you'll appreciate this. I, r- I ran go. the numbers yeah. this morning. Okay. So uh, the salary cap era of hockey began in 2005. So it's kind of unfair to almost hap- like compare whatever happened before salary cap, like and after salary cap. Everything was like different. Sure. So, sure. Measuring from 2005, yeah. From 2005 to 2012, the Maple Leafs never made the playoffs. Okay. Uh, so 2013 was the the very very infamous. They they rally back from a three one deficit. They're down three one against the Bruins in the first round of the playoffs. They then go up 4-1 in Game 7. They have a three-goal cushion in Game 7 after having won, like, two straight to get there. Yeah. Just, just, just hang on to a three-goal lead, and they botch it in the
1: third wait, period. Wait, wait, wait. Game 7. So they didn't just win two. Or no, they went, like, back and forth and back and forth. No, no, no.
0: no. They were, they were down 3-1 in the series, Yeah, and they won okay. two. So, like, yeah. they, won game, uh, they won Game 5, they won Game five, Brought six. it to a 6-6, six, six, it's a 3-3. Yeah, brought it to Game, three, game 7. Got it. Game 7 then take a commanding 4-1 lead. And it wasn't even just the third period, wasn't wasn't it all of them in like 10 minutes? Yep. Yeah, like they literally held out till the final 10 minutes of the game. The Bruins rally three goals in 10 minutes. Tie it up, push it to man, overtime and eliminate the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, And this is where I believe I started to, like, and we'll get to softening on the Bruins in a second, (laughs) where I, like, soften on the Bruins because this would be the first of three times in the span of, like, four or five years where the Bruins eliminate the Leafs in the first round. Uh, 2017. So they miss the playoffs again for the next three years. They make the playoffs again in 2017. They take a 2-1 series lead against the Washington Capitals. You got to back up a bit. During which time they bottom out
2: and get the first overall draft pick.
0: Oh yeah, now they're playing with Austin Matthews.
2: Possibly the first
0: the best American hockey
2: player of all time, and probably one of the top three hockey players
0: in the world. Certainly. And like and definitely one of like uh like does does scores goals in ways that not everybody can. What's his name? Austin Matthews.
1: Austin Matthews.
0: Huh. From Arizona. Is he still going? He yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very good. He, yeah, yeah, he like he had, a, had an insane year. So now they have Austin Matthews. They take a yeah. 2-1 series lead against the Washington Capitals and then proceed to drop three in a row and get eliminated in six. Okay. 2018. Here come the Bruins again. They're down 3-1 in, in the series again. Rally back two wins to push it to game seven and then lose again in game seven. Uh Do not get out of the first round.
1: Maybe it's a brand thing.
0: They're trying to brand as... 2019. Whatever this is. They face the Bruins again in the first round. (laughs) They get up in the series 3-2. They have a 3-2 lead. They just need to win one more game. Instead, they drop two in a row. Get eliminated in the first round. Mm -hmm. Honorable mention, 2020, because the season got shortened by COVID. Uh, they had to do, their points percentage got them into the play-in round. So they had to qualify for the Stanley Cup uh, in a, playing a series of five against mm-hmm. the Blue Jackets.
2: Which the NHL was very, very strict about saying this was not the playoffs.
0: It is not the playoffs. The right. playoffs are 16 However, teams. yes, that's it. The playoffs have 16 teams. This is more than that. Uh, but of course, they managed to push it to five games. Could send the Blue Jackets home. Instead, they lose in Game 5. Uh, 2021, of course, was the most beautiful of all of these collapses, where they blew a 3-1 series lead against the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> <laughs> and the Habs rallied back. And actually, you know, when they were down 3-1, something that the Leafs have been twice when they played against the Bruins, the like the Habs actually completed the comeback, 1-7. Uh-huh. Hang on. Uh, and don't, then... don't
2: go yet. Don't go yet, because this series was documented by Amazon. <laughs> In an in-depth yes. documentary,
0: I remember this called "All or Nothing," and it was nothing. It was,
2: nothing. It was seven games and over.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then now they it, it is it is a tough pull. They they, they due to the, the seating and whatever they had to play the defending the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning's in the first round. Yeah, they get up in the series three to two. They just need one more win to send them home. And uh, they dropped two in a row and the Tampa Bay Lightning advanced. So if you if you count the not playoffs buy-in, uh-huh. when they could win and send a team home, they are 0 and ten. <laughs> so where one win would eliminate another team, they are currently on a ten game losing streak in those games. How is <laughs> that even possible?
2: They're bad. And it's funny.
0: <sighs> They're
1: so but, bad. But when you say they, it's like the team has
0: changed in this. Well, 15, since 2017, eights. it's been a lot of the same core. So that is wild. So like yeah. the last five years of like ridiculous playoff woes has most of the same core, and there's like arguably a very talented team. Like they're not like they, they're not sneaking into the playoffs like because Carey Price stands on his head like the Habs do. Whatever. They're like no, they have talented forwards, talented defensemen. And, like yeah. a, and a pretty good goalie. Like they're they're a good team on paper. They just, so what are their coaches doing? They don't. They have had multiple coaches in this time. They're they're real. There's real talk of that the coach is going to be out the door. Like just. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Babcock, uncoachable. <laughs> Mike Babcock called the room uncoachable and they fired him. And they have not gotten out of the first round since. I don't like Mike Babcock as a coach, but still, <laughs> like. He did win with Detroit. Yep. <laughs> like, uh Jaime, uh, Jaime dropped. It's another, so good. That line another is incredible, so another incredible sports statistic about Toronto, <laughs> specifically the Maple Leaves. Uh-huh. every single Toronto sports fr- franchise other than the Leafs was founded and won a championship <laughs> since the last time the Leafs won a championship.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs>
0: it's like. There were first. there was did, just, won a World Series. The 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 Raptors, the Raptors. championship. Yeah. Did they win a? Did they win MLS? I know it's like not necessarily major, yeah, major. Yeah, but...
2: Toronto FC won at least like yeah. Canada won.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's delightful. They do not. Yeah. It's it, like, eventually. Like eventually, we're gonna have to deal. Like, and and I decided at, like midway through the series, I was like, as much as I don't want uh Tampa Bay and uh and, and their Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and Goalie be be the winners of another Stanley Cup. I was like no, I was like, the Leafs have to go out in the first round. Let the let the Cats take out the Bolts. That's fine. Damn. The Leafs the Leafs losing in the first round is the is the better result of Tampa, the two teams that I want to lose.
2: Tampa losing is fine whenever it happens. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. But the Leafs can't get out of the first round. That's an important <laughs> thing to keep in check, keep in check. And if they're going to lose, losing an elimination game, it's just all the better. Yeah. What's uh, wild. But then, yes. So softening on the Bruins, Scott, mm-hmm. and not just softening on the Bruins, softening on Brad Marchand.
2: Oh God, you've because is there a, in is there a greater
0: much. is there a greater playoff performance in history? Then five points and calling Tony D'Angelo a racist out on the ice.
2: Okay, that's good.
0: but It's so good. <laughs> it's like Brad Marchand using his powers for good. But it was dropping DeAngelo D'Angelo not. and saying, You're a racist to his face. But
2: it's all for naught.
0: Because uh, the Canes went on? But the Canes like, went on. But sure, I, I think that that is a. That, that's, a that's an all time playoff trip. MVP performance. That's like an all-time five-point night, and you call the racist a racist. This was a guy who was suspended for the OHL, like from his junior league for uh, actually spouting racial slurs. Like it's not just like mm-hmm. calling a person racist for unfounded purposes. Uh, like literally retweet, retweets Donald Trump, MAGA hat wearing, has been suspended for racial slurs. Got dropped and then by the in, Rangers. Yeah, exactly. Got got fired for being a dick on the, in the New York Rangers mm-hmm. and in the like scrum of the game Brad Marshall's like you're a racist to his face <laughs> and I was like I, I love the world where like that's where he's like what's the meanest thing I can say right now <laughs> like that everyone can hear I like I'm Brad Marshall. I'm like legendary shit talker I have like I, I have you know like
2: a look at your sister
0: like whatever else like like anything anything to get under his skin you know what's really gonna get him you're a racist Just, uh-huh. like, yelling it on the ice I was like that's great uh yeah, S- still 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 fuck the Bruins, but uh, <laughs> softening softening on them for 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 being the perennial like axe that kills the Maple Leaf season to to that one shining moment of glory from Brad Marcha.
2: <laughs> so aside from Tampa, are there any other teams we hate left?
0: I don't think so.
2: I'm not super fond of Carolina, I guess.
0: <sighs> Just because of Tony D'Angelo. like I was fond of them until they signed D'Angelo. The, the deal with a bunch of jerks working was that you weren't actual jerks. When you signed the actual asshole, now I'm like, oh, no. Like, I like Brendamore. He's cool. Eh. He seems nice.
2: I don't know. Tom Dundon doesn't deserve anything.
0: Fuck that guy. Eh. Eh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I guess the Canes. Canes can can screw off. That's fine. But yeah, everybody else is, everybody else is okay.
2: The one player I really feel for is Mike Smith. He's so old. Just let him go home. (laughs) He's so old. He's he's my age. He shouldn't be playing professional sports. He should be sleeping Uh, in. He should go home.
0: Yeah, the Edmonton Oilers starting goalie is 41, 42. Wow. That's not a normal uh, professional hockey man age. Like, yes, goalies can, like, go long no he's 40 he, uh, yeah he just turned 40 he's born in 82
2: that's so old
0: but yeah can you imagine just doing the playoffs god <laughs> at age 40 how many games played he must have a pile eh? I mean yeah but you got to you got sort of he also plays gets injured a lot cuz he's
2: fucking antique
0: that's true yeah nhl total's only 640
2: how many how many players in the NHL do you think remember having a blockbuster card? Not many. <laughs> Not many. Mike Smith is one of them. Just
0: it's Just summertime. He only, made, he only made his debut, like he started late. Goalies always do. On, yeah, yeah, but two thousand six, so he was already like thirty. No, that was fourteen years ago. Okay. All oh, right, sixteen years ago,
2: two thousand sixteen years ago.
0: Yeah, so he's twenty. Yeah, okay, twenty four, twenty five. So that, that's that's a normal start for a goalie. Yeah, like not as a starter. As a he played 20, 20 starts for Dallas. God, so yeah, he had a wow, disc- wow, wow 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 wow. He
2: had a discman. Definitely did. Like good God, God, <laughs> he should not be playing professional sports. I'm worried
0: for him. He might have had a Walkman. Like I had a Walkman and I'm I'm yeah. younger than he was. He definitely made mixtapes. <laughs> he had mixtapes. That was a thing from Guardians uh, in the
2: Galaxy to show how old someone was.
0: He won a gold medal in uh, 8 years ago in Sochi.
2: Yeah, he was there and doesn't mean he won.
0: He dressed.
2: <laughs> he how much I used to sometime
0: Zero, hundred yeah. percent zero. No, no, no starts. He was the third stringer. There you go,
2: because he was behind Flurry and Price. Mm-hmm.
0: He did. Oh, to be fair, he did a good job at the 2015 World Championships. That... As dumb as the the world, I know the worlds don't matter, but he went eight and zero and had a 190 minute shutout streak.
2: Seven like... years ago.
0: Yeah, whatever. What were you doing seven years ago? Probably complaining about your back. I
2: was changing diapers.
0: <laughs> and. Complaining about my back
2: and my knees. <laughs> you know what I wasn't exactly. doing? Getting on the ice with a bunch of teenagers. Well, God damn what it. What if he wins the Stanley Cup at 40? I would be so mad at Ken Holland for making him do that.
0: Well, and you heard the... You know, um...
2: I, as someone in their 40s, just I just want to sit on the couch. Watch some hockey.
0: So everybody was saying, so do you, you, do you get your name on the cup if you're on the roster or do you have to play a game in the playoffs?
2: You have, to I was trying be, to find that rule. There's a certain rules for everything and goalies have their own rules.
0: Yeah. But because yeah, like, cause I know the backup does just cause he's dressed. Yeah.
2: Cause he's part of the, like, team. the
0: backup can get zero starts and can still get his name on. Yeah. And same thing too with like multiple goalies can get if there's like three or whatever, it's like, if you played any games, I know you're on. But then it's because so the big question was, is do the do the Panthers have to dress Thornton for a game in order for him to get his name on the cup?
2: Uh, A player must have at least 41 games played with the club or one game played in the finals.
0: Hmm. So you have to dress for the finals
2: Well, no, it's not. They haven't made it to the finals yet.
0: But 41 games played in the clubs with counting the playoffs. Mm, no. No.
2: How many games does he have this year?
0: He only has 34.
2: Oh, that's mean, Florida. That's mean. Florida, come on.
0: He's so bad this year, though. He actually, like, Father Time actually caught up on actual 42-year-olds well, he became Father Time. Get yeah, a, about to be. Terrible. He turned, turns turns forty three in like a month and a half. God, he's so or, old. And he like he was playing competent hockey until Toronto ruined history. his life. No, yeah, pretty much.
2: He was terrible at Toronto last year.
0: Put up twenty points in forty games, man. <laughs> like that's not terrible. Like that's that's a uh, that's a per- perfectly good fourth line guy. <laughs> yeah, what was his plus minus though? Mm, plus minus is it's fake.
2: Sure, it's <laughs> fake. But what was his plus minus?
0: I don't know. Probably not great. I have, I'm on Wikipedia, not on NHL. <clears throat> but yeah. But I, I'm saying I'll, I'll take a I'll take a twenty point guy on my fourth line. I mean, if like, it's absolutely. Plus minus not, is like, not like minus thirty. Then no. Well, find out what it is. I'm Scott. looking it up now. There's a plus six. So there you go. I take a plus six 20 point scorer down on the fourth line. Like, absolutely is like a a far, far cry from like Joe Thornton of like, of, of yore. But a competent, I, I count his year in the the Maple Leafs as like, I mean, I mean, he had a goal. He had a
2: goal in that series against Montreal, which is more than like, uh, Mitch Marner did. So, yeah, exactly.
0: Wow, wow. And you're also doing the, He's like an extra coach in there, you know, all that stuff. Like, you saw him, like, he was also very active on the bench, like, talking up the guys and talking about the play whatever. So
2: you're bringing... Are you sure he
0: was talking about the play?
2: (laughs) He might have been like, who are you? Where am I?
0: He's just singing Old Grey (laughs) Mare. It's just hey joe what do you gotta say Old oh, gray mare she ain't what she what the hell is joe thornton on about even that uh, reference is 25 years old probably older than most of the kids on the. Well, that, that on the was team. that was the one the one thing was they were like so first of all yeah put him put him in a put him in the uniform and make him play a shift if you make it to the finals obviously yeah. so he can get his name on the cup but then but then they were like you need to give him the teeny tiny like give him five hundred thousand dollars and let him dress once next year, so then he will have the full like he played not for twenty five seasons, thanks lockouts, but where he would have a full twenty five year professional career, where he's like I played professional hockey for a quarter of a century. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a
2: chance he's played with chil- the children of players he played with on his first teams.
0: I would bet he has to have, like he's, he he right. must have played. Like, there must be overlap with with the Kachucks, right?
2: Yeah, he definitely played Keith Kachuk.
0: Yeah, that's what I am saying. And now he's definitely played against his kids, Brady and Matt. Yeah, that's God. He played dude, with dude, Ray dude. Bork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one hundred percent. Yeah, Kachuk was Kachuk played till the early two thousands yeah so yeah so yeah
2: again oh god he was on a team with ray bork
0: what i think would be wild is if he was teammates that has he done that has he been teammates with someone that he played with and then their kid (laughs) and still playing with them god ray bork started playing professional hockey two years before i was born
2: (laughs) made it to the nhl when i was one good lord (laughs)
0: Uh, what's his name also? I'm sure he probably played with Domi. Definitely played with Max and Ty. Yeah. Yeesh. That's messed Craziness. up. Craziness. Uh so that was some sports commentary. Cool story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we want do, do you have do you have any hot takes on, on Elon and calling Twitter fake? Mm. I mean,
1: it's it's interesting in part because there's there isn't a really a good answer. Like he called twitter really fake the um the CEO of Twitter put up a big thing saying, no, 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 it's it's actually only five percent of our users' slash posts yeah. or whatever are are fake. Mm-hmm. This independent analysis group said we can prove at least twenty percent of Twitter is fake mm-hmm. the um The owners of Twitter, of course, are heavily incentivized to downplay
0: the presence of of fake things well oh, yeah in not not only in the fact of like it's re- it's like reliability as a platform, but also in the like its value in a sale. It yeah, like, it's it's straight yeah. revenue, right? The the yeah.
1: you know because for the advertisements. Um, but he, you know, I don't know if you read his twit thread that I think was today. He put out a, like a whole bunch of tweets talking about the challenges of stopping the bots and the and fake mm-hmm. fake stuff. So uh, I don't know. Is there a hot take to be had? Uh, I was kind of excited to see him do it. Doesn't look like like he might not do it now. I hope he does. Just because it's fucking crazy.
0: I guess. But why does he need to start another Twitter?
1: I don't know. Twitter's kind of embedded in the in the like political
0: journalism media world. I
1: have but trouble if you seeing everybody there, jump. If
0: you can sit there and say 20% of all of this is fake. Here's my platform.
1: Uh, I'll do you like, one more. Have you ever heard of the dead internet theory? The dead internet theory. Yeah.
0: I mean do tell
1: it lurks okay. at the fringes of the conspiracy theories and that is that the vast majority this is the conspiracy the vast majority of traffic on the internet is bot related the vast majority of posts on everything is bot related the vast so like everything you see online basically is just bots talking to bots with like 1% yeah. of people like like the actual when they track it it's like 1% of, of visitors will post on a site yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that that, that makes sense.
2: Anyway. And like I said,
0: even even more so, I'm sure with Twitter. Yeah. Like God. Our...
2: How sad is that that we don't even get the bots posting on our stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we could, on, guys. Guys. <laughs> like and subscribe already. Just write us a review on iTunes for God's sake. I think I think it, the thing is, you start that cycle by paying
1: for it. Like you got to go and buy people to come and post stupid shit. And then it comes because, because any posts end up becoming valuable.
0: Yeah. And then it's also like they're, I'm sure the SEO, like they link and they link to each other and then they link whatever. And then the like Google algorithm is like heavily prefers when things link back to each other. Yeah. So like if the bots are linking back to each other, then the algorithm, Google algorithm is like, whoa, what a legitimate website. So I'm going to like pump that up. And then it just like, it feeds more bots. Mm -hmm. Like, just, just robots just showing up and doing their. I was gonna say they're nine to five, but I'm like the robots are so like doing their 20, 24-7, 365, baby, just nonstop roboting. I don't just think that's around. true.
1: I, they, they, you know, the timing of posts. If you get lots and lots of posts at, at weird off
0: hours, it's a, it's a bigger sign that it's a bot. Mm. Oh yeah, but I'm saying, but they might still be like scraping up like good targets before sure, they actually sure, post sure, sure. At a certain time. They don't get breaks. Why would you give them breaks? Whip them. What was the... Oh, uh, you, you listened to Hacked, Scott? Yeah. you listened to, I think, one of the most recent ones, uh, Lapsus. Yeah, dude. Ooh. Yeah. So I read funny. about Lapsus. What what's the so, what did they say? Well, just that it was a... Th- a th- they were like, it was a throwback hack because these guys, at least the public face of Lapsus, seemed to just be in it for the lols.
1: Oh, like, yeah. And they were just... <laughs>
0: and they were yelling, like, too, like, too, like 18 or 19 or something. Right. And th- that's what they posit in hacked is like, it's a little bit like, remember when law did their thing where they were like, and a bunch of kids went down and yeah. they were like, yeah, sometimes there's, there might be some real big boy hackers behind them. And kids are just like, this is cool. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and the kids go down and they're like, cause there's with, with lapsus, there's 14 million of crypto. That's just like, sitting there. It's been, well, not, not sitting there. It's just apparently it's like laundered or whatever, whatever, but it was yeah. like $14 million of worth of crypto. Came out from the ransom stuff like like companies paid out Uh to the tune of 14 million dollars and has it moved has it whatever and yep, even though they caught the kids it's real hard to reclaim crypto as like assets. I
1: don't know about that there's been a couple of cases where the FBI has like the person stealing the Bitcoin has sent it through a Tumblr and Mm -hmm. and they they're still able to go and get them.
0: Yeah, exactly. As yeah. as of yet, they have not though. Like yeah. like I mean, this is relatively. This was all within the last six months. So I maybe mean, yeah. they're, yeah. they're still still going down the rabbit hole there. But like, but as of yet, they've caught the kids and have not recovered the ransom money. Like so. Right. And then yeah, that's what they were saying. Also is and just like the the kid that was running it was The reason he
2: got busted was for pissing off a bunch of other dipshits on the
0: internet. He was like a moderator of like a doxing site, and then just. <laughs> released all the info of the guys on a doxing site, and then was like then they were like screw you and then doxed them yeah he's like, he's like how could this happen <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to me yeah it was uh yeah. it was, it's been a while since hacked has had like a like i know like air quotes fun episode of they were like yeah mm-hmm. these guys are just just doing it for the lols like just like going public with all their stuff before anywhere like they didn't they didn't do any ransomware they just they just stole data it was all off the shelf like data mining uh slash social engineering shit that they that they did they were like nothing super like like any kid with like ambition could pull off all of their hacks yeah essentially like it's crazy and then yeah the history of them that they were like they they used to do they were kids who were like did swatting stuff and like sim card cloning and whatever and all that and like and then just like moved up to uh, extorting Script. money from Microsoft. It's like the new, the new version of Script Kitty. It's like,
1: because like you said that they bought their hacking software. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It just went at it full force. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and, that one, and again. That one was at, good, and the stolen iPhone one was really good too.
0: Well, the other the other takeaway, though, is just the Sarah and I were talking about this. And once again, with lapses, they were like, and the reason it's possible, like the reason anything they did was possible is because people have bad passwords. (laughs) They're like, they're like, this, this should not be possible. Like, you shouldn't be able to, like, scramble up through a system or whatever. But like, it's possible because somebody somewhere has it. And I was like, is this something that should be taught in schools? Does your kid learn about password protection? Scott, no, I doubt it. God no, no. But like, you really should. Like, did it you? should be in. The... I did, like at a high school. school. High school for sure. Maybe like you do a good password, but not like stranger danger. Your life could be over. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying is like it. Yeah. Sh- it should be like when 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 the cops show up and talk about drugs. They yeah. also talk about how you're at risk for identity theft if your password is password one two three. Yeah, <laughs> like that's. That, I was like, I don't know if uh, people have the correct idea of how stupid. Like, I was at the clinic the other day and like right there at a at a CLSC clinic was the old sticker like posted on the screen with the <laughs> username and password of the uh-huh. CLSC computer. And in I was like, plain view of everybody walking by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that was like where they took my blood. And I was like, there's medical data in there. I was like, mine. Your medical data. I was like, hmm. just take the post-it away. <laughs> you can't remember. No one can have it. Uh,
2: I'm training on the appointment software for ClickSante at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times people lock themselves out of their own accounts because they can't remember the password. Because ClickSante, being newish healthcare mm-hmm. software, requires a special character. And that just baffles eighty percent of the people I've trained to use it what do you What do you mean special character like an uppercase? <laughs> no, I mean a thing that's not a letter or a number. Well, how am I going to remember that over, and like- spo- and like spoilers ninety
0: nine percent of the time it will be an exclamation point <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, You don't even gotta try that hard. Uh Yeah, no, I was like, that should really be put into curriculum, I think, mm-hmm. like nowadays, like just with the like, like with doxing and swatting and just regular old identity theft and all that stuff. I was like, you should learn about this pretty early, pretty early on. As soon as you have passwords and a social, like if you're as soon as you're on the Internet and you have stuff that could have passwords on it, stop doing password one, two, three. Yeah. And now. The moment we've all been waiting for. I mean you're building it up. It's it was the bad. greatest comedy duo of all time.
2: <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, uh-huh. Octavia Spencer in a movie so mediocre <laughs> no one noticed. And it's Yeah, so I watched Thunder Force.
0: Was Thunder... it based on a comic? No. Or is it just
2: like... It's
0: it's a send-up of the superhero genre. Okay, so it's based on comic book movies. There is not a Thunder Force comic. No. All right. um,
2: it's bad. Huh? It's got bad jokes and not enough of them. And it drags out really long. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to be disappointed. I really thought mm. it was going to be a letdown... For me personally, but Melissa McCarthy pukes on two people in the last five minutes of the movie, and I was like, "There it is." There wait, so wait, hang on.
0: So, what, what you thought it was going to be a letdown for you personally, in in what sense? Like, oh, because like and, you're saying and
2: oh, Melissa McCarthy always pukes on someone in her movies, right? And you were is like, "And is that very a often?"
0: There, there's a yeah. lot of like bodily fluids uh, humor. That that was part of part Ugh. of why. We gave it to Scott because he loves that stuff. Yeah. And he, and he loves superhero films.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I had publicly said, I really did not want to watch this movie. <laughs> um, it was long. It was oh, no. slow. And Jason it, Bateman. Jason Bateman was really funny in it. He was <laughs> not in it enough. He was given nothing to work with and he made it work.
0: You're, 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 you're complaining about the length but it was only Mm -hmm. 106 minutes. So tight, like not tight, but like an hour 45. That's not, that's not the worst, but then it feels much longer.
2: It feels much longer because there's no anything that happens. There's no drama in a movie about superheroes and Mm supervillains. There are bad guys. We must stop them. Let's try to get powers and train for 45 minutes. Ugh. Unfunnily, then they eat um, raw chicken. Yeah, that's a big recurring joke. Melissa McCarthy, after developing her powers, needs to eat raw chicken to like help keep her system running. Is that she what leads does...
1: to the throwing up at the end?
2: No,
0: unrelated. <laughs> 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 I just like whenever when, when you're saying he, she eats raw chicken. Like as part of her powers, it's like, it's really like, like step four from the underpants. No, I'm just like, ah, and you're like, is there any more? And you're like, profit. Uh, They give her,
2: they give her her some injections and some like radiation. And then, you know, it's giving her super strength. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I can't eat anything. I don't feel good. And Octavia Spencer shows up and is like, what you really need is this raw chicken because of, these reasons like phosphates or <laughs> proteins or whatever and she opens up a plate with like no joke six pounds of raw boneless skinless chicken breasts on it and then you get to sit there and watch her eat them and she just shoves fake prop raw chicken in her mouth talking and chewing at the same time <laughs> and that becomes a running gag for the rest of the movie at that point
0: so it's the plot weird. The plot of the film isn't like insane. I, I here's the weird thing. The first 10 minutes of this movie were pretty good. So like this is this is like so the plot seems to be actually like kind of neat, which is yep. the cosmic rays hit earth in the 80s and uh-huh. it just only chooses so, sociopaths and <laughs> gives them powers. So it's like rising stars or whatever, but only sociopaths good get stuff. powers. So That's a good everyone's setup. like oh boy, this sucks. And then like Humanity slowly tries to develop their own superheroes to fight the fact that like sociopaths are now superpowered. That's like a cool not setup, not humanity.
2: Only Octavia Spencer.
0: Oh, only Octavia Spencer.
2: Yeah, she's a. a, a so the rest teenager. of humanity is just
0: like we welcome our miscreant
2: overlords. They just kind of like, eh, this sucks. What are you gonna do?
1: <laughs>
2: kind of like Maple Leaf fans, they all become <laughs> Maple Leaf fans. <laughs> oh, Nothing sucks. to do you here.
0: Do? Oh well. Blow up the team. Uh,
2: So she's this, like, super smart Tony Stark-type kid uh, Mm -hmm. who's orphaned and sent to high school, where she gets bullied and picked on. And young Melissa McCarthy uh, stands up for her and is weird and gross, but they become unlikely friends in what could have been a pretty good Netflix series of these two teenagers dealing in this crazy sci-fi world. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they just rapidly age them up, like really fast. They're just like five years later, five years later. And then they have a fight about not wanting to go to see Van Halen because one of them has to study to, you know, fix the world. And the other one's like, you're going to break because you're studying all the time and I'm your friend and you have to do fun stuff too. And it's like, it sounds like it would make sense, you know, like in a normal movie. Mm-hmm. like how can you save the world if you're not even going to ever take part of it but it's done so pam-fistedly that you're just like i don't i don't care about either of these people anymore and they probably shouldn't be friends because they're, they're fucking mean to each other now for no reason out of nowhere
0: yeah
2: in this uh, world I, i'm, I'm, facing, reading, I'm like... reading
0: some negative reviews as you go that that's one of them and they were just sort of like of course a film with like two relatively confident female stars that somehow has to pit them against each other because sure, that's what we need. (laughs) They're Just sort of like what, like their friendship doesn't have to break up for the story to work, but they're like, it it
2: totally could have just drifted apart a little bit. Like, Hey, I have to go to my job as a forklift operator.
0: Great. I'm I'm an
2: MIT genius. Like, no, they have to be mean to each other first.
0: Um, Uh, I also like this. Why does Melissa McCarthy keep making movies with her husband? I love my husband and I would enjoy working with him, but I would not start making terrible movies just so that I could work with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you, Jason, Christy Lemire from Film Week.
2: <laughs> Jason Bateman plays the crab. Yes. Who is a half miscreant who was bitten oh. in the testicles by a radioactive <laughs> crab in Bermuda, and it's given him the power of crab arms not lobster it. arms just crab arms
0: nice and that that's it they see this that's The mere this. presence of jason bateman elevates this from being a totally awful collaboration from falcon and, and mccarthy which only makes one recall no. how poor the comic instincts have been in the previous four films this one too bateman's okay though <laughs> yeah. i'll tell you the, the one moment that
2: made me laugh out loud the two yes. heroes face off against the gangsters and the evil supervillain. And the, everyone pulls out their guns and they're like, shoot them. And Jason Bateman throws both his hands up in the air and scuttles sideways behind <laughs> color for cover. It's it's kind of in the background. It's not really focused on. No one mentions it. But I was like, that was genius.
0: <laughs> well, I, done, I don't even Mr. think that Bateman. was a director's
2: note. I think he just was told to get out of the way. And that's how he went for it.
1: Uh... All right, so was that the only amusing moment of the 109 minutes?
2: I, I would say the first 10 minutes had an interesting setup that could have yeah. been like a, a Netflix or sci-fi channel television show that I would have been okay with watching. Then they put Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer in the movie.
0: But it also sucks because Octavia Spencer is like real good in some stuff.
2: Not comedies, though. I think she's good at like dramas. Hmm.
0: Huh that horror movie she she is is really funny or really not really funny like really really dark i'm just darkly funny yeah she's never funny she she plays um what's the name of the movie i'm gonna tell it to you it is called like mom Mom. Yeah, yeah yeah she just plays this like kind of insane old woman who just like likes to hang out with high school kids and like feed them booze and they're like this is getting weird and then she gets like psycho on them huh. but like again it's, it's like it, it plays a lot like a dark comedy like you're like oh no like she's like hey guys wanna hang out at my place I got a case of beer and they're all like oh no <laughs> but like it takes a horror horror turn mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah
2: yeah she's never funny in the movie she's given no jokes at all it's weird that's a bummer. Melissa McCarthy makes a good three minutes of Urkel jokes in the movie because someone walks in wearing suspenders and no one else acknowledges or understands who Urkel is. And Like, she keeps going, the suspenders, the TV show. Did I do that? No, like this. Did I do that? And it goes on and That's on and on. And I wanted a radioactive crab to bite
0: me. In <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. That does um, make me think of one of my favorite uh, 30 Rock jokes, though. <laughs> Where they were just sort of like, we need we need a, we need need everybody's A material on this script or whatever else. No like jokes that. Like, about probably, Krang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no jokes about Krang. <laughs> you want to see any jokes about Krang, any any jokes about Krang are a wasted effort. <laughs> Nobody knows who Krang is. No one will get these jokes. Do not write jokes about Krang. <laughs> and it cuts to commercial. And Sarah perfectly timed was like, "Who's Crang? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "See, and, See, and that, the that little was five-second clip is very funny." And even if you don't know who Krang is, you're like, "Oh, whatever." You only wasted five seconds on it. So the people who mm-hmm. do know who Krang is know it's hilarious. Three minutes of Urkel jokes, too bad. long, long <clears throat> scene. And she like, was also somehow involved in Doolittle, so maybe Octavia Spencer's cursed now.
2: Yeah, she's she's not funny, and she shouldn't be doing funny stuff. Um, Melissa McCarthy every now and then throws out a good, underhanded, sarcastic comments, mm-hmm. and that's they're they're funny. There were moments where I was like, ha, but few and far between. Did not, you watch it? Not with Your wife, friend? Uh, No, no. You didn't even she try. She watched. She watched me watching it with my headphones on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was like, uh, and was just like, oh, you're just... <laughs> laughing. I was
2: like, yeah, this part is kind of funny. Jason Bateman's a crab man. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um. Ah. And then it was the puke gross? No. <laughs> Dang. So the,
2: the, big end, the big ending of the movie is there's a bomb in a building
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Melissa McCarthy grabs it and jumps out of the building into the Chicago River and the bomb goes off. Mm-hmm. And they're like, pull her out of the water and like, oh, she's dead. And she rolls over and vomits river water
0: mm-hmm.
2: on Octavia Spencer. And they're like, oh, that's gross, but I'm so glad you're alive. And then the mayor comes over and is just like, I would like to offer you to a deal to work with, and then she pukes on her again with river water. It's
1: hmm. like, oh, that is is it funny?
0: Totally unnecessary, totally unnecessary. Yeah, because Steve-O throwing up can be funny, maybe <laughs> it can be, but it, <laughs> it they it, don't linger, it was like weird. Yeah,
2: and if it does, it has to linger long enough to turn around to be funny again. Yeah, this hmm. did not do that either.
0: So it was thinly sliced pears treated with citric acid and food coloring to appear like raw chicken. I mean, it looked like raw chicken. Good, oh. good job,
2: prop master. Pears.
0: Again, now here, guys, are you ready for the, the saddest... Hang on. The saddest comparative um, information that I can find? Sure. Sure. Uh, it has, in the first 28 days... 52 million downloads. Wow. That's a lot. I don't think a Lop lot did that. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: like but we don't know how many people. finished. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Hmm. But still.
2: That's, that's true. Still I press I and play. Credits to credits.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, You're one. the one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I, I, I mean, think they, I think Bebop did like yeah. a million something or whatever. So what a sad, 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 sad comparison. Yep. Yeah.
2: Don't don't watch this movie. It was it was not great. If you can find a supercut of Jason Bateman, go go for that. That's that's
0: Google Jason minutes. Bateman funny bits Thunder Force. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's like six minutes of like yeah, pretty pretty good sign right live skits worth of comedy. That's it. So, That's all I got for it. I have nothing
0: else. I mean, uh you sh- should rank it. Yeah, what that, what, it. What was a bad joke other than puking while we while we pull up the list? What was a bad joke? Yeah, you told us a good joke. A little crab man. Um
2: Uh She's a bad playing joke. Urkel was a really bad joke. Uh she's playing Fortnite on her iPad and, with Octavia Spencer's daughter, mm-hmm. who's like was raised in a super dry, sterile environment and is like, ooh, this, my mom's old best friend is like a funny, normal human being. And I like interacting with her because she talks to me like I'm a person. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of trashing her mom and her mom walks in and she's like, I can hear you. And she's like, oh my God, oh, that sucks. This is so awkward. I, I got to go. She puts the iPad down and was like, man, her mom can be such a crazy bitch. Um, you didn't log off. I can still hear you. Oh no, that's super awkward. And then puts the iPad down. And it eats some more raw chicken, and then they cut back to Octavia Spencer holding the iPad with like a super zoom up of her face eating the raw chicken. Melissa McCarthy, and she's like, "No, you you still didn't sign off. I can see you eating raw chicken." And I'm, I think I'm gonna go puke now. <laughs> oh, I hate this iPad. And turns it off. I'm Like that, that was really long for nothing. Like mm-hmm. nothing happened there.
0: <laughs> it was. That that, that does sound I'm sad. It's more boring than than egregious. Yeah, oh, well. Just like where well, is, falling where does like, on the any, list?
2: It's going right above United Passions and right below London Has Fallen.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> United <laughs> see, right, Passions two hundred
2: eight, two hundred nine. <laughs> wow, wow! 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 Wow!
1: What what made you put it right there?
2: Uh, London Has tendons. Fallen was equal was equally boring, equally dry, equally slow.
0: Mm-hmm. So you said uh, above United Passions
2: above United Passions
0: that which lies. was just
1: it, United it, Passions it had malice propaganda piece of unbelievable ambition <laughs> it was well said Scott
2: yeah. it it had malice to it and I don't think Thunder Force had malice to it I think Thunder Force had a real lack of an editor in the writing room to say this is not a funny joke we should work this one a little bit more hmm. Because the premise was cool, like I said, the first ten minutes I was like, "Oh, this this might not be terrible," and it was. And Jason Bateman was in it, and he saved it from being horrid. But it wasn't like Love Guru bad, where just everything about it is bad. I wasn't nauseated by it. I wasn't like upset by it. I was just like, "Oh, this sucked." It was slow and wasted potential.
0: The Cowboy Bebop series total did 74 million downloads. Hmm. What I'm well, if they were
2: me. making a Thunder Force 2, I'd be mad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh well, that was ranked. Do we have anything else on the main show docket? Or are we gonna head on over to Garbage Time? Garbage Day! Alright. Alright, here comes. Garbage time.